0: To the Started Five podcast, SB Nation Greasy Brett Blues. I am the one p shark. Yeah, and this is your guy, Trevor,
1: everyone's favorite 3D guy, aka the corner man, coming to you live from Dillon Brooks
0: Island. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And we are missing three members. So <laughs> we, I don't even you know. Is there a two man drill in basketball, the passing drill <laughs> up and down the court?
1: Yeah, there's like pretty much a passing drill up and down the court, trying to work on our <laughs> chest passes,
0: make sure we throw throwing them
1: accurately, you know
0: right <laughs> but yeah maybe we're gonna hold them down for the fellas here this week but uh we're gonna start the show off by basically reviewing the first 10 games uh, i do not remember everybody else's predictions i do remember both our predictions <laughs> my first one, the predicted degrees is go seven and three um what mines i did kind of switch last week when i said they would go four and oh and they went three and one therefore they would have been eight and two in my updated prediction so you end up being the correct one overall you withstood and stood with your predictions so how it feels Oh man, it was great. I think
1: first and foremost, I think it was kind of split between the four of so us. I forgot which which way took went because uh, Skyler and Sheedy went. And... They said six and four. I think. Yeah, Skyler and Sheedy went six and four. I went seven and three. Uh, as well as yourself, I think Tuke may have gone seven and three as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll give him his props for, until he you know fact checks us or whatever. But uh, all in all, this is a, a great start for the Grizzlies. Uh, where exactly I had them starting out this this season, um, given everything that's transpired with them not having Jaron Jackson Jr., uh Dylan Brooks missing three games, uh John Morant and Desmond Bain each missing a game apiece uh this season. Uh for them to be seven and three after the first ten games, again, it's right on schedule um for everything that they're trying to do. Um, the West right now is looking pretty much wide open, maybe outside of Portland, who's looked okay, uh, and maybe Phoenix. Uh, everyone else is pretty much fair game. Yes, that even includes the current uh, defending NBA champions, the Golden State Warriors, who are struggling right now. So uh, if you're the Grizzlies, like this is a prime opportunity right now for you to kind of position yourselves in a decent spot um, in the coming months uh, as things start to, uh, to pick up heading towards the all-star break so for them to be uh at three, uh given everything that's transpired it's
0: a good feeling yeah good feeling indeed uh of course they slept walked through the recent game that we're recording basically i mean this episode's coming out we played a uh, back-to-back so recording right after the wizards game uh you can tell they slept walk playing down to their opponent um fell down down another came back took a big lead uh watched it came back went to sleep again then finished it out so uh, they are, you can tell they are getting to the elite status or they already are elite and they're already playing like how elite teams would play in certain situations. But um their defense has definitely gotten better since the Utah weekend, which if you take a, you know, you take a, just look back at their weekend, they were stuck in Utah for a weekend. Just think about it. You stuck in Salt Lake City. You had to play there Saturday, Monday. You were there for a whole weekend in Utah. And I've heard a lot of players say there's not much to do in Utah, right? So, <laughs> kind of that was kind of torture. But especially for a young team like them, they didn't get to do it. It just bored them. Then you have, you know, everybody didn't play. Ja didn't play that. Ja and Jake LaRabia didn't play that Saturday game. And then Monday, uh, Desmond Bain didn't play. And, you know, we got blown out. We finally had a flat game. Greece, and Grizzlies just seemed to just put it all over the place, you know, coming <laughs> no to boy. last season. Last season we got blown out. I mean, every single game we lost in the first uh if ten I'm games not mistaken,
1: if I'm not mistaken, were we like yeah, you know losing record uh at 10 games to start um uh, last season? I think we were like two and eight, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. It was something of that nature. And for similar reasons, the Grizzlies were giving up a lot of points defensively. So, but like you yeah. said, Grizz Nation was all over the place.
0: Yeah, I don't think that just that's Two and eight, they probably they were probably close to like four and six, five. I know they were. They were losing record. It may not have been. Yeah.
1: it may not have been like two and eight bad, but I knew it was something along those lines after the
0: first. Yeah, 10. I know they were nine and ten after the first nineteen. Um, that's guess, what it was. They the, were
1: nine and ten. That's what I was yeah. probably what I was. Yeah,
0: the first yeah. ten. Yeah, I had to go back and look. I know nine. I remember just the number nine and ten. I think this when Jock got hurt. And then everything yep. kind of heavy. You're absolutely right. Yep. Then they've won their run. So, like, man, defense. We expect the defense to start slow, of course. Slow mo and De'Anthony Melton's absence was going to affect us to start the season. Jeremy Jackson being out and Zaire Williams being out was going to affect it. Um, but I did yeah. want to dive in and talk a little bit about Dylan Brooks. I need the other guys here because those are the ones who are against Dylan Brooks. But I'm going to get the you know Dylan Brooks Allen guy the chance to talk about what DB has done this season
1: oh man um i know there was a lot of, of flack um heading towards DB especially with his play in the preseason but like everything else I don't put any stock into the preseason um he has uh he missed i believe he missed the first three games if i'm not mistaken he has missed he missed some time this season um he's actually played really really well um It may not show up on the stat sheet, with probably the exception of maybe a couple of games this this season where he's actually shot the ball well. Um, Everything else that he's done is pretty much right along the lines of what you want him to do. And then the shots that he is taking, I would say more often than not, these are good shots. Uh, They are within the offense. There's within Florida offense. He's under control. He's not trying to do any. He's not trying to do too much. Like he's not trying to, um, you know, dribble around three or four guys just to shoot a mid-range jumper. Like he's shooting a lot of more catch and shoot threes, which I would wanted him to. What I want would want him to see, what I want him to do, pretty much. Uh, some are going down, some are not. But hey, I would much rather have him take those and get and start to build confidence with that than just trying to do everything else. I think he's finally buying into the fact that I don't have to do as much on the offensive end. I just need to be ready to shoot when open. I have the ability to put the ball on the floor if I need to, but I don't have to try and do it every single time. I can just play through Ja and Dez on the outside on the perimeter. My offense will come. Um, Sometimes it'll come if he's knocking his shots down. Sometimes it's not. But at least he knows that he's going to affect the game in ways, some way or somehow, whether it be on the defensive side of the ball or on offense. Um, So I got to give it up for Dylan Brooks. He's had a hell of a week this week. Um, Yeah, I wish the other guys were here so that I can get their take on it. But, you know, it is what it is, man. So
0: shout out to Dylan Brooks for that. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, well, just going back to the conversation last week, I think Scalder did like the way he played, like leading up to our last podcast, and she did kind of agree as well. So, I think, uh, um, yeah. not so much coming around to the actual idea of keeping him, but if he continues to play within himself, which is all we all ask of him to do, yeah. then hey, there's no purpose in trading him, right? He, yeah, I, I, I
1: honestly, man. Yeah, if he keeps continues this, it's it's going to be hard to make that decision to move him. Um, so, but you know, again, as long as he plays within himself, keeps taking good shots, eventually those shots will start falling. He'll start shooting better, and again, we got depth, so this will be another added piece to somebody who can actually come in and maybe not get his own shot or but or score really well, but. You know, not to leave him open. Like he can keep defenses honest.
0: Yeah, man. But yeah, uh, another comment I know he made after uh I forgot which game, but he has said something along the lines of you no, know, it's giant bane, demi, or something along with what he was saying, like he's coming after those two. You know, we never heard him say that before. <laughs> he always talked like he was the one D guy beforehand. So he's definitely changing his tune.
1: I mean, and it's just him. I think it's him understanding now, I think especially uh, how he played in the playoffs last season in the Golden State Series and how terrible he was. Um, He knows the game is going to come a tad bit easier for him now because, of course, defenses are already focusing on job, but now they're going to start focusing just a tad bit more on Desmond Main as well. And when those two... Are getting most of the focus on offense that means there's easy shots for you it's going to be easy catch and shoot opportunities for you it's going to be opportunities for 3j when he eventually gets back it's going to be opportunities for steven allen things of that nature like it's cool that you can put the ball on the floor it's cool that you can create a shot for yourself that's a good ability to have but just because you have the ability don't necessarily mean you need to use it so <laughs> that's that's my only thing with dylan it's like You'll get your 10, 10 to twelve shots, and I guarantee you five of those are probably going to be wide open. And at that point, it's just up to you if you make them or not. So, um, I'm glad that I'm glad that he, I, I, again, I'm glad that he's making this, having this realization. I don't know if it was him coming up with this himself, or if it was Ja Des, or Taylor Jenkins doing what I said needed to be done prior to the season, which was. They gotta whatever Dylan Brooks got going on, they gotta reel this in and they gotta get this uh get this taken care of like as soon as possible. Otherwise, it could cost the grizzly. So kudos again to Dylan for that self-realization. And again, just continue to play within yourself, man. Everything else is gonna come. I promise you. Yes, please,
0: please, please continue. That's all <laughs> <laughs> we all right, man. before we uh, get to the closest segment, I did just double check the um, what happened last year. The first ten games, the Grizz is worth six and four, but they won a three-game losing streak like immediately after that.
1: Oh yeah, okay. So then we eventually yeah. to that nine and ten. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember all pretty much all their losses were blowouts. They lost by they either one, they one by fifteen to twenty. I lost by fifteen to twenty. It was like barely in between, but. Uh, coming forward, just looking ahead to our next four, where this upcoming week we do have four games. Tonight, when this episode gets released on the Monday, we do play the Boston Celtics in the back to back, but the back to back is at home. I just play Washington, so we play Boston at the Fairs Forum. Then Wednesday, we head to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Friday, come back home for an ESPN game against our first round playoff rivals, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Then we play Washington again, but this time in D.C. next Sunday. So what would be your record prediction for these upcoming four games? Uh, Given what's transpired in this
1: past game with the Wizards, um, John looked a little hobbled after ta- – I guess he took a mean fall and hurt his back. He wasn't the same when he came back in, but he still was able to uh, be effective down the stretch to eventually close the game out against Washington. Um, So I kind of look for them – to um have a similar game against the Celtics to where they they're probably going to they're going to be in a dog fight Williams going to come down to the wire and i could probably see memphis taking an l there um just because it's a back to back and then you got a couple guys that's probably hobbled a little bit so we don't know what's what's going to be the situation going there. Um, I think they take care of business in San Antonio on Wednesday. Uh, San Antonio has a lot going on. Of course, they're a very, very, very good young team, but you know they got out to a decent start, but I think they're starting to kind of come back down to reality to a little bit. So I think there's an opportunity there. I think the Grizz is going W there. Um, big game for them back at home on Fridays on ESPN against the Timberwolves. Um, of course, with Everything that went on last year in the playoffs and then with Kyle Anderson, of course, playing his first game back in Memphis as a member of a new team uh, since be, since signing with Minnesota uh, this past offseason. Uh, Grizzlies take care of business there and they'll close out the week with a win in Washington. So I have the Grizzlies going three and one, uh, pretty much getting the three game winning streak started after uh, the loss to
0: Boston. And we are on one accord, just like we were with the 73 ten, uh, 10 game start. I'm the same way. I think we lose to Boston. For whatever reason, uh, Boston, and like last season you just saw, like they're just a tough matchup for us. And with it being a back-to-back, and like you said, the hop job hurting his back, and you know, they might be resting players tomorrow and we don't know what's gonna happen. So we'll see. But I, yeah, they are just always a tough matchup for us. So I do see that as being the loss. Um the NCOs went out, when they're in San Antonio. Prime time ESPN game Friday night at home. Take care of business against Minnesota. And then the Washington Wizards a rematch a week from now. Bradley Bill might be back for that game. Um, but I still believe we should be able to pull it off to go to three and one and have another three-game win streak as we're currently on now
1: and the game right after that one i'm looking forward to it'll be memphis in new orleans Ooh-wee. taking on the pelicans and that is going to be on tnt that is going to be a good one ladies and gentlemen i'm just letting you know that right now
0: yeah we we'll talk more about that one this week oh yeah, Man. yeah. How old rivals it's back now it's one on more
1: back. thing and i'll throw this in since we talked about this week's games so let's just hope the Grizz can keep this streak going of uh keeping teams under 100 i think to your point which you mentioned earlier since the utah game i think the portland game has been the only game uh where the grizzlies have given up 100 so back-to-back games they kept their teams under 100 let's hope they can keep that trend going uh this week uh upcoming but <laughs> I think we still got them at three and one, so
0: there you go. Yep. and even that game they get sporting, they, they, they could have very well held them under 100. They, yeah, because they, they, they
1: had a, I think, over yeah. 17. Yeah. Uh huh,
0: yep. Yeah. So, the that, happened,
1: that could have been another one, that could have been three straight.
0: So, yeah, let's just hope the Grizz can keep this uh momentum going on the defensive side of the ball, right? I'm glad this week they do have like a little mixture of home in a way instead of a four game. Road trip, like it just came off of, you know what? Yeah, the three games, games are on four stand. nights, and yeah, I, yeah, it's good to see. But yeah. uh, before we, of course, we get off, I've been, I've been putting in, a, in a, the podcast post the last couple of weeks. But we will be uh bringing back our Q and A segment. So all the people listen to us on Twitter, y'all send our questions to. Uh, starting five at uh, number five mem and starting this week we'll kick that back off we'll answer your questions and shout you out on the show but as always you know, as i just said you can follow us on twitter at the starting five number five mem follow greasy bread blues at sb and and check check out the articles at sb and and listen to the other podcasts on network gbb live podcast core four next gen and greasy bread bets also, uh, you follow me on Twitter at the one D-A-O-N-E underscore P shark. Yeah, and
1: you don't just have to wait on us to tweet out that we have in the Q&A. session. you got a question and it's in your heart, man, tweet at starting five M-E-M or tweet us individually. I'm at the art of Trevor. Of course, of is a preposition. So, if you know your grammar, don't capitalize
0: it. And um, <laughs> there you go. Ah, uh, man. And... It's crazy. We all been recording together for so long there. I remember everybody else Twitter him without actually having to look at it. Follow Skyler at underscore Skylito. Follow Tuke at underscore at uh not under no underscore just tell Shakir and follow Sheedy yep. at it's really Sheedy. But, Hashtag the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needed to clock out. It's probably good. He uh out this week, told him to clock out last month or so. <laughs> yeah, he's he's on he's on PTO, he's on the uh Administrative PTO, administrative (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, man, man. But to next time, everyone, go grease.